there's like 10, 10 kids in that whole family who are all making music, they're doing music together, and they have a podcast called Into the Dorfelverse, where the brothers all sit down together and talk about the, the music they make and what kind of bangers they think that they have, and it's fantastic to listen to. You're listening to Into the Dorfelverse. All right, episode 13, I'm Sir TJ the Wrathful. And I'm Shredward. And I'm Curtis Drums. And I'm Ben from Life Point. And I'm Cousin Mike. Cousin Mike! <laughs> and we have an extra special guest for the people today. The one, the only, songwriter extraordinaire, Zach Polk. Welcome to the show. Woo. Welcome to the Dorfelverse. What is up, Dorfel family? <laughs> How are y'all? That's Hey, that's Dorsal Finn to you, brother. <laughs> Dorsal Finn brothers. We have been waiting for so long to have Zach on. We've been waiting for so long. Probably about two hours trying to figure out how to get his mic to come into our feed. <laughs> and quite a bit before that. <laughs> to get his microphone into the Dorfelverse. Yeah. Totally worth it. Here we are. Uh, Zach is a family friend. We've known him so long since you know we grew up playing music. And we met you in F- Key West, was it? Was it Key West we met you? Yep. Yeah, he sure was Florida. before anybody in before. This was before anyone in your family had pubiscus hair. This was like early, early. <laughs> oh man, we were probably playing at a bar that we were all too young to be in. And you were like, "What the heck are these kids doing in here?" I don't know. Does that sound close, Zach? What do you think off. the youngest when you met us and we were in the bar? What was the youngest member, and how old do you think they were? Oh God! Well, I know you. You were like fourteen, I think, ish. Wow, wow. roughly. I just yeah. remember, it's funny, you remember my buddy Kyle, I don't know if you guys remember Kyle that, yeah. that was down there with me, he he actually spotted you, he was he was walking by and popped in and saw you guys maybe at Sloppy's, he was like, you gotta check these guys out, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> I want to, sure, there's some kids playing music, that sounds like it'll be great. <laughs> that sounds like a great time, just what I'm looking for in Key West. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let me go but let me go between shots and dipping my toe in alcoholism and see what they sound like <laughs> I think it's, this is pretty much all you can do in key west but you were there playing gigs also right like you were on a break or or whatever yep. yeah yeah i remember yeah I remember six days a week across, walking across the street and going listening to his band we were like man they're good man they're good they rock they get to play really loud they get to play <laughs> rock music I remember Kurt's, and, and, Kurt's and, like and, watching and, the drummer like he can hit his snare so hard and no one gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a big deal with you guys, right? Like your dad yeah. used to get real not happy about that. Yeah. Brushes. Be like, yeah. Kurt, you're playing it. Kurt, stop playing the drums. It's too loud. <laughs> 15%, Kurt. Stop Just playing sit drums, back there. Keep playing. Yeah. Kurt, stop playing. Well, go keep playing. <laughs> man so funny yeah good times we we have like an evolution of friendship with zach i feel like at first he was just like the kind of you know kind of weird guy that looked like a you know crazy (laughs) you know like a scary guy with tattoos and we're these homeschooled kids and then uh and then it kind of evolved into like he's driving us down down the down the road in our in our van that's actually so true years later he was like a roadie or more than that he's like he was like a road manager yeah Yeah. i what eddie just said the tour manager the roadie the 
to us, it was like I generally I generally avoided helping you with any gear, just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> I was like you carry the. Sh- to I'm us, driving, dude. Our, our sheltered, like homeschooled vibes. I feel like Zach was to us like what we would see in the movie as like a bad guy in an alley, like all tatted up, <laughs> spiky hair. He's like, "Come here, yeah. kid. I'm gonna beat you up and take your money." Like Zach walks up and he's like, "Hey guys, want to be friends?" <laughs> I forget where we went, but you were our driver, tour manager. Did you set up the gigs too in Texas? I don't even remember that detail. But you drove. No, us your dad did all that. Yeah, didn't we? Go yeah, to he Texas? called me and and basically said. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, I, "I trust you with my with them like I would your like your family. Like I trust myself." And I'm like, "Man, that's awesome!" You know, like I'd be glad to do it. But he had it all set up. He just gave me the we had the itinerary and he just gave me the keys. It was all set up. Well, it, yep, gave me the um, keys, and then we listened to Brian Regan all the way down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, another key, uh, another key aspect of what helped us become such good friends very quickly was that uh, we all love ice hockey, including Zach. Yes. yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's a really good point. If you recall, I, I didn't know this. And and we were, so I had been coming to your shows and I knew you guys a little bit. And I went to that outdoor rink in uh, Key West and you guys pulled up at the same time. Just <laughs> oh, happened really? to show up. <laughs> what? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. You guys are my new best friends. <laughs> I was I was ready to change my last name. <laughs> you hang out with this band. You have like a whole, you know, t- hockey team. Two lines to play. You know, play against each other. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's not very uh, common where you have, I guess, more than like one big thing in common. If yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like you have music yeah. in common. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. But for us, it was like music and hockey. What we and, should kiss. And now we're well, now, now yeah, we're all, we all, all have the regional of- champions of NHL twenty four. The Botchins. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts <laughs> anyways continue sorry we're good for a, we're good for a 500 night every now and again <laughs> uh, need to put more time and effort into that boys come on yeah so zach do you have any memorable songs i think i know of one but i wonder if there's any other ones but i'm happy to know of uh any songs of ours that you know you heard potential so you really liked or 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 and so there's a two-part question. F- favorite Dorful songs that come to mind that you remember? And we'll see if we have them in our computer. And songs you hated. Do <laughs> <laughs> you any songs we played that you're like, oh, why are they doing this? <laughs> I'm looking at my phone now. You have uh, you still have Fuel on Fire stuff up, right? On like uh, Spotify? We Sounds have like, like almost everything you can think and of. And I should have access to it on my library. Yeah, locally here. we have almost everything we've ever done yeah. here. Yeah, I'm really I'm really bad with titles. I more so remember uh I mean of course Angel Beast. Angel Beast by far was I was just like the first time I heard that I'm the dynamics of it alone, I was like, man, this is a rock song being played by a band of, of bluegrass ish. I, I don't know if you guys would call yourselves that, but Hey, I'm glad you said that. And if it, I could I love I love here, that. I, I specifically remember telling TJ that uh Angel Beast needs to be remixed to the gospel of rock. <laughs> like metal. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because we have a version. It is a rock song. We have we have two versions now, and both of them are not to that gospel of yeah. Of if you like from intensity, if, if a scale of like one is like bluegrass, like cool, like Nico Creek, just like acoustic like, mixtape. Yeah, yeah, to like ten full send, like drop tuned, like <laughs> we are definitely still at like yeah. a three. <laughs> hey, should we do a short comparison just by the intros of we have two eras of it yeah the first one's like a one second one's like a three mm-hmm. and now i think we could get maybe zach to sing on like a nine okay right, let's okay. listen to it <laughs> 
get it, boys. <laughs> which one is an angel? Which one's a beast? <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I was the old version. Yeah, this is the version that we recorded probably in around uh, 2010, maybe nine. Yeah, nine, ten. And uh, wow, in the Fonda's basement, this one. This one is recorded, course. Okay, course. But the snow is never Need some cowbell right here. Okay, I think we've had enough of this. Yeah. Hey, we were all like teenagers. Yeah, so, we know. just the song was kind of a little bit fresh. It was the it, you know we just we recorded it without knowing there was going to be drums on it. So and we were playing bluegrass for years before that, and we were starting to want to be edgy, and this was us being edgy. <laughs> So edgy. You needed you needed my bad influence to make you rock a little harder. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> so then we have a version that you guys did, I think, in 2016. 16, yeah. And I wonder if we can hear the difference. I haven't really played them side by side before. 16, really? I Sunday. think it was, it was right about there. right before we moved here. We Let's see if we can hear any difference. We did? Mm-hmm. Oh. I imagine the distortion in my head when I hear this, like, metal angel beast. Same. Yep. Yeah. I hear it. So, so Zach, was there anything else about this song that you found interesting too, like one thing I never, uh, I don't know, stuck out to me were the lyrics, <laughs> but they they do stick out to me now because they're really strange. But did that have anything to do with anything, or is it just the sound? It was it was more the sound for me. Uh, ju- I just remember because you know when you first hear a song, typically typically you li- you got to hear something a few times before it kind of really sets in. Mm-hmm, but it was yeah. one of those songs where the first time you guys played it, I was like. Wow, I really like that. Mm. But it was also Kim on the on the on the fiddle and the or vi- how do you differ- differentiate yeah, whatever violin, violin matter, fiddle style. in my book. Kim's I know, but people get offended yeah. if you say one or the other, yeah. right? <laughs> so, so having her and her harmony and all the harmonies in it, but the dynamics of the way the chorus kind of came out and just the darkness of it. It's it's as far as a lot of the stuff you guys had written at that time was more all in a in a major key you know what i mean there was yeah. nothing there were there weren't too many songs that i knew of that had that kind of darkness to it in a sense and it just it just hit me like so so i was i fell in love with it immediately before i even understood a lyric really <laughs> dragon boys mm. yeah i feel like the whole uh 
genre of songs that's in a minor key. Maybe it's not even a genre, but like that's a totally untapped uh, Dorful verse venture, yeah. isn't it? It's we like don't, very we, few of we definitely your songs do not have are a lot. minor key at I can all. think of one other song that Zach probably remembers. We might not have, well, we probably have some garbage recordings. Say it, just say it. But Be My Release, that's another darker oh, no. I don't even one. want to play that. Mm. <laughs> the recordings wait, are so wait, public bad. Restroom I don't remember that, but key, I do. Right? Public <laughs> restroom. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what was the what was the one that you wrote with Zach Malloy and uh had uh rain oh. involved in it? It had what? Raindrops. Wasn't that in a minor? There was like rain in your video. You had a you had a video on the screen Is behind you that I thought had rain. No, uh he might be No. Are you talking about uh it pours. Oh, maybe. it pours. Oh, yeah. that that's might not, be it. that's actually Steve Wasn't Freeman. that that was not Zach oh, okay. Malloy, but it was in the, it was in the same time frame. But maybe I'm thinking of a different but one. But Zach Malloy, he did just trigger one song that I actually sent to Zach right when we finished the demo because I thought of him the way we built it was "Movie I'll Never See." Oh yeah, Ooh, that song's got some one. minor, a little so, bit of minor. Mike, grit. I don't, um, I don't know if you know this, but Zach is a big fan of Zach Malloy. So he kind of knew who he was, and we were writing with him, and we had no idea who he was. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. Well, even know. I have very yeah. He was the Nixon's who he is. He wrote Bloodshot Lies with the yeah, I was no. a big Nixon's. Go ahead, Zach. <clears throat> Sorry, Zach. Was, was a huge like Nixon's fan Nixon's? Uh, in the. Shut the flip up, Ben. Well, he was, yeah, he was. He wrote. He wrote most of their stuff. I mean, as far as I know, and he was the he was the band, and I kind of I worked with them a little bit as their street team head right before I ended up going out on Ozfest that year. So I, it was very short lived that I actually worked with them. But uh, he, yeah, I always thought he was a good writer and. Um, you know, I liked I liked a lot of the Nixon's album. In fact, pretty much up until their their most recent one, I was really familiar with all their albums. So when you said his name, I was I actually I saw it. We had a shared Google calendar. I don't know if you remember, and I saw in your Google calendar you had a you had an appointment or a meeting or whatever with Zach Malloy, and I'm like, so what? <laughs> like, hold, hold up here. <laughs> yeah, so random, dude. Because wow. he because he's really a big influence on me vocally. I mean, he he really influenced a lot of a lot of how I wrote or what I. How I sang. Mm. Uh, I, was, I was a big fan of them. Tell me if this is oh, actually. This tell is me classic. if this is the song you were talking about it is originally. Minor, so. um, it is minor. It does have a major part though. It has a major verse. Yeah. But the overall. I already love it. <laughs> Sounds like danger. Long Dorful intro. I like the crank. Crank. <laughs> Are we not the king and queen? I, li- I like this. It's like a good contrast. It's kind of, it is. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I feel like that was deliberate, wasn't it? That was on purpose. Yeah. Inside a game of hide and seek. When it rains, when it pours, are we closing all the hot doors or are we dancing through the pain? Oh, yeah, I really like this song. When it rains, when it pours, where we find one. You can hear a, you can hear a bit of. I, a, I haven't listened to this in so long. Huh? You can hear kind of a parallel. Uh, you can kind of hear the evolution between uh, your chance. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. yeah, which I think is what makes this song actually like one of the good ones from this EP. Yeah, man, Kurt is slaying that. 
drum beat. Wow. You know, I just guys, wish I knew how to mix he's playing too hard. Brushes, brushes. So this song was released when you guys. This was uh, us in Nashville. <laughs> I was still just sort of hanging on in the band tail end of this album, this EP, and uh, this song is on the platforms as of right now. But I know we've talked about not re-publishing uh, it. Um, you know, not paying again. For, oh. To keep them all up on yeah. Spotify no, pull and Apple down. and pull them down. Um, I mean, we're, eventually we're exclusively on V for V. Eventually, yeah. So this song is out there on the. Maybe I'll put it's it in the show there. notes. Yeah. But at some point, we're not planning on. Uh, maybe this is a. Maybe we should think about it because it, we want our songs a- accessible to anyone and everyone. I guess, but on V for V platforms. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is a good uh, transition point too because. Maybe I can introduce the conversation along this line too, because I understand there is some amount of back end where you can't just like upload a, an MP3 to Spotify, right? Like, so we could talk about the kind of difference between the Spotify environment and the V for V environment, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, when you say publish, do you, that mean you pay to have it up there for a year or a certain amount of time on yeah. Spotify? Explain it to me like I'm five and I don't know anything about Spotify. Who Maybe. wants to take it? I, uh, I will, unless anyone else wants to take it. You were Eddie. You have it. to be in a distro or something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, you, there's a few different sites out there. Zach might have some input too, uh, like TuneCore, uh, Distro Kit, yep, Distro Kit, all these yeah. things, and you check all the boxes of where you want your music, and you go through this thing. You have to pay a fee, and there's like usually you pay for the year, but there's I think there's a different ways to pay it. And in that process, is there a a um, determination of who has a license to the music and stuff like that or what it's the fine print in all that is there any i mean they there's definitely fine print i've actually never looked at the fine print i just knew i was getting screwed from the beginning but you're like you, you i don't care because that's like a, i mean that's all the option. well you knew you weren't going to get millions of plays or you're like yeah no one's like my friends are gonna listen to it but i'm not gonna like yeah go viral yeah. is that was that your mindset yeah i mean it was just like i want people to listen it's to just it, so. it was the way of the industry like the industry even now ha- that's where it has people by the leg <laughs> and it's you just like have to do it it's like oh i want my song to be accessible to my friends i put it on distro kid i pay their fee so that it'll go on all the platforms so my friends can listen to it there is right now in their eyes there isn't like a value for value platform that's free that's easy accessible but, that people know about where they can just get it up there and not pay and then if, and if this answers more of like your question all of them do take a cut of yes like each stream of the theoretical earnings yeah right? this, yeah, yeah which is not not exists right. now on spotify i even think but. even now like distro kid yeah, but- when you get streamed up it doesn't even pay you until you get a certain amount that covers their cost hey i haven't done it in a few years and i went to look into it uh, right before we got into v for v maybe six months ago and there were starting to be more things like, okay, who owns the rights to this? And there was more information put in. When I did it years before that, there was none of that. I don't know how they figured out who got paid before that. Zach, would you like to say anything? Yeah. Can you can you not can you not just distribute the music yourself to individual platforms? I mean, you don't have to use a distribution company. Um, like just the same with my podcast. When yeah. I put when I put the podcast up, I can use a distributor, but I can also just go straight to Spotify and upload my podcast for free. I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that. I've never seen. That's what I'm saying. I think I've I've never heard of anyone doing that. But well, well, is there a differentiation? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I've never put music up. So 
like pot, Spotify is kind of. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't yeah. know. So. Putting podcasts is very different because you can do it for free. As an independent artist or record label, you can't upload your music directly to Spotify. You need to go through a music distributor. Yeah, like I thought I there was something weird about the music side of it. Yeah. 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 Well, it's because now in beta, it's it's because your music in Spotify for artists. It's because we have to uh, take the rights of the music to from you before we allow other people to hear it, <laughs> and also we have to brainwash into you ex- into accepting the terms of the music yeah. industry. Yeah, here's the terms. Don't it's read. It's a two-step process. Here's the terms. Don't read them. <laughs> These are really long. No you one have reads. Things to do with your time. Um. Anyway, so I guess the flip side of that is. V for V. Yeah. So I bet I I can't remember because it's been a while since I did it. When I went to I wanted to here's here's how this V for V thing kind of started for me. Zach, I have um like thousand like a thousand songs of Dorful Family like when we were bluegrass, all these demos that some sound like horrible live shows. I was like I wanted to be able to like just hey dad pull up our stuff like I just wanted to like show some friends and family like hey just put this on for fun. It's I was listening to it and getting tons of kicks out of it. I was like, oh, I should just make it available on Spotify. I look into doing that, and the next thing I know, the cost of it, and then the legalities of it, because some of these songs are cover songs and whatever, and I'm I'm like, okay, if it's a cover song, okay, it's going to get divided up somehow, but then um, uh, it just, the cost of it all that ended up being, I was like, this isn't worth it. It wasn't going to be, it was going to be pretty expensive, and I'm trying to remember how much it was. I just remember looking at it and then and thinking it, I was going to do it, and then looking the at the cost. We're like getting pinged for like copyright mm-hmm. stuff, and that that was that wasn't covers, right? Yeah, I had some issues with that. Just random stuff, yeah. And, and so I was just like getting frustrated, and I had already been thinking of because I follow this podcast called No Agenda, and they have this Adam Curry who co-invented podcasting. He already had this idea of. I was just listening to talk about getting music into this. Uh, podcasting 2.0 stuff and I was like man we could just put our music out as a podcast and people just go to it in the episodes and you know I would just name the episode track or the song title like I I was was just figuring out all that in my head and then the whole podcast 2.0 Adam Curry and the whole community started implementing it in the apps like like weeks later right as I was thinking about it Uh, so it's really incredible timing so so I was able to get our stuff going with that like right when it came out. And so Bloodshot Lies we were talking about was the first song ever played on Adam Curry has the following because of his MTV DJ days and co-invented podcasting. And that song got on there. And that's how we're like, you know what? This this is what we're doing. Yeah. Now we just got to bring in all our co-writers for some of the songs that you know we have co-writers on and all that stuff. Make sure we all got the green light and make them a Bitcoin wallet. People tip the song. It all goes right as it's yeah. Happens. Well, I think the main the main kind of difference between the Spotify setup and the V for V setup is the decentralized nature of it, right? Like when you upload to Spotify, they it runs off their server, right? Yeah. They yeah. have the access to who, right. who accesses it or not. In a and digital sense, they they like right. own it. Right. You can't control what happens. To you have to go through. It. Yeah. Right. Anything yeah. you that you listen to of, of ours now that I'm putting up is all through my website. I, I put it on, on the server I pay yeah. for. You pay for the bandwidth, mm-hmm. really, yeah. in theory. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is, is there, which is, is there, the way. Is there, protection, is there protection for uh, your, your own music? Like if you're an independent artist and you're putting music out on that platform and people have access to it, are you still protected from them actually taking your material, rewriting it, and calling it their own? I mean, are those steps that... that Aren't that aren't being considered? Hmm. Well, would that? But I think the question would be: Would you be at any more risk 
by doing it this way than you would by someone else stealing your ideas by legal by accessing it by legal means, right? I mean, it kind of comes down. Well, to the I, same I would power. assume when you. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I would assume when you use the the distributor for Spotify when you're paying that that you're that's kind of covering that. I Not mean, necessarily. You have to I, be I really, paying just for me BMI or ASCAP, yeah. and you have to register all your stuff through okay. them, and they're yeah. all keeping track of it with Spotify, and then they're all deciding yeah. how many streams you get and what that's worth, and how much you know you're going to get for that stream after they get all there yeah. wherever they yeah, go. You, you uploading it to Spotify and saying, "Yeah, I own this," doesn't really prove you own it. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> it was to the point, Zach, where with the oh. music business, I was at least with songs I wrote, and I think the guys are okay with this, whether they like it or not. I was like, I, here's my songs for free. I don't, I just want to share it with my friends and family. And then I looked into yeah. getting it in a music player like Spotify and all that. And it was like a pain in the butt. And I was like, I'll just do it this way. And now I can send anyone a link to lnbeats.com. Goes up right on their phone, works in their browser beautifully. They play it, no ads, nothing, right for free. And it's all controlled by me. If I want that song off, I take it off. Now, here's the downside. You're talking about like if you're protected. Right now, like you could go in to uh, like podcast apps and stuff and download that mp3 and uh, Kurt has done it uh, Bobby Shell he, he took Bobby Shell's track and didn't take it it's out there in value for value so we're allowed to take it and he made a remix of it now we didn't release it because well we thought well I don't want to be a douchebag so I'm not going to just release his song a remix of it or whatever but we played around with it and called him hey said hey Bobby like we did this little thing we played a few seconds of it in our episode of a podcast and then just left it you know, so there's room for people yeah. to take the music and do what they want with it. But I'm allowing that because evil, I'm doing nothing yeah. with it anyways. If I was <laughs> evil, I could probably take all of our music and then just upload it on Spotify as a whole nother artist. But, but here's the thing. Right you to, would do that it, and it, would, it wouldn't it would do anything. It wouldn't do anything. Well, obviously, I was more so saying if we're bringing up, you know, if we're talking about bringing on new artists or whatever, just making sure that they're at least somewhat protected because I mean, Led Zeppelin made a career out of stealing other people's music. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm also asking because I have every intention of stealing all the Dorful songs and I'm going to make an album. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. Please do it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think that's a, it's a valid point, but I, you know, I, I think um, there's a lot of yet to be determined yes. uh, conflicts, you yes. know, like cover songs, for instance. Yeah. yeah. What's the line between a cover and a interpretation or an inspired by, right? I mean, that's kind of a fundamental issue right. in music, isn't mm -hmm. it? Or even parodies. Yeah. yeah parodies. parodies. And that, I think, I think, but one, I kind of, sorry, one thing that we've been like talking about in the value for value world, there's been lots of people talking about is this kind of thing. And I think, that it's actually from conversations like this, other people who have more influence having conversations like this, this is new. This is all fresh. This is like a new way of doing music. And these kinds of questions, we're going to get answers sooner or later. Um, it's just, it's so fresh and new that no one's done it this way. So nobody knows the right answer yet. The old way where you pay the publisher, you pay whoever owns the master, you pay the songwriter, all those things that was new at one time too. And they had to figure all that stuff out. Right. But this is new now. So this is going to start being figured out. And I think what makes this so amazing is the way that the system is built now for musicians, they have like almost zero control. 
you can't go and like right. upload it, it, like we put out morning love a song we're trying to release we put out morning love i go to the master which i which we own and i tweak the mix a little bit because i didn't like it we can just go to our rss feed and upload the new file no harm no foul easy money cake yeah. right now to do that on spotify <laughs> would be a joke yeah, I think it, I think it's actually deeper. And Adam, Adam Curry's talked about this a little bit on the podcasting 2.0 podcast. Like right now, the music industry is held is like basically held together by advertisers. Mm. And and I think what makes this different and what his vision is for this long term is this is always going to be held up just by literally people giving and tipping or however you like want a to, community. You know, like yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I have one question. What do you guys think of if a movie, major movie company or some something, you know, m- in the major entertainment world wants to use one of our songs and it's self-hosted value for value? What happens then? We ask them to pay us a certain amount of what it's worth. <laughs> we negotiate what it's worth to them. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> See, that's what if it's value that's, for value. Honestly, they just say like, yeah, we're just going to we'll give you five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, weird? I mean, at this point, at this point, can't they, do they even have to ask? That's the thing. That's yeah. what I'm more I or mean, less like, your property, though. bringing up. Yeah, I think, you, I think, yeah, that's a fair question, though. I think, you know, uh, you know, devil's advocate here, V for V, you could, uh, that could be perhaps legally interpreted as, you know, a commercial license to just use it for your own gain, right? But, you know, I, I think if that were, that issue to be, were to be decided legally, you know, I would think you'd be able to resort back to old copyright law and say, well, hey, look, <laughs> it's my creation. I posted yeah. it first. And I think, you know, and I yeah. think like it's different from literally playing, whatever, playing music for free, whatever, where, you know, which, on the platform versus like taking it to a whole nother place and what, playing it. What I have to say about my own question is you would think that since we own the masters, everything release, that if something major came into play like that, we would be in the clear because we have the original. Yeah, I'm like, I I literally have the right. master sitting on my hard drive. I don't know, but that's just a, a thought I had. I don't know. But. Interesting. Well, I would I would assume if it ever got to like court or anything crazy like that, I mean, you'd st- you'd have the the timeline of when it was posted versus yep. when the other person. I mean, there's also metadata you know, I, I, in the track. I would think. Yeah. And there's also the right. project files. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I also have. have like the raw vocal file. Like <laughs> I have the lyrics written out in the logic project. <laughs> or maybe you release it yeah. with a minted NFT. Hey guys. <laughs> um, while I'm we're uh, um, just going through all this stuff, why don't we take a break? You guys want to give thanks? Show, uh, we can give show thanks. Zach uh, some of our boostograms we had this last week. From we can do well, we can do that. I th- I, I think we kept stepping on uh, Zach. I think he tried, was trying to get yeah, a word in. Oh, was, I'm sorry. We kept stepping on him. It must be his legs. Oh no, I was I'm fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can tell there's a little delay, but no, I've been I'm good. I don't know why Kurt's not broadcasting a video in Discord. It's yeah, got this goofy picture of him with Court. Sorry, Corey Taylor's neck. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I have my uh, camera on in our stream. I just couldn't get it on in Discord. It just wouldn't turn on. Sorry. Talk. Rip. <laughs> yeah, we got some good boosts. Silly. Uh, especially oh. since the last episode that we uh, that we released, just you and me, Teach, right? Yeah. We had a fun episode. Absolutely. And that would be it. And that, but there's some from that. And then since I'm so behind with my work, there's another episode that will be out before this one <laughs> that people haven't heard yet. Except- it's okay. We're just stocking up. It's going to be great. <laughs> I want to say though, because it's my mom. Mom boosted uh, "Sing for You." She said a chance that out, yeah. at being the first to boost this song couldn't pass it up. 
Aww. So Boostergrams are people uh, are people out there that have listened to our music in Podcasting 2.0 apps, and they sent us a little bit of value and a message if they wanted. Um, or, for or things the, that they like. the message is the value. Yeah, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you guys, who wants to go? I haven't pulled it I up. I said yet. one. Mike, go ahead. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm malfunctioning over yeah, here. Yeah, we're, we're a little... And uh, I don't know what you guys read on the episode that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> oh, I got That's it. true. Go ahead, Teach. Well, I will have it once I pull it up. Just enjoy the music while we're waiting. This still needs to be boost Oh, me yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to Mike Newman. Yes. He, uh... He gave us some really good feedback. He said, "Don't forget me was my favorite. My, was my first Dorful favorite. It's solid. It builds, then it shreds. Love it. They don't know is beautiful. It grows on you. I love it. It took me a second look because it starts a bit dot 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 differently. Agreed. I'm imputing my own tone of voice here. Yeah, in this yeah. interpretation. Yep. Heartbreak is great. It's, no, no, it's no, 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 no. Heartbreak is great. <laughs> All sorry. caps. Heartbreak is great. Sorry, I was dent- I was I was helping you with that one, Benny." <laughs> I like Bloodshot Lies too, but Adam played that one too much for me to add anything. <laughs> Winky face. I love you guys and your work. Mike, if it's a mood. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. That. Really you're, glad uh, you're enjoying our music, you're, bro. You were dropping so many sats on us for that uh, episode. I feel like now Mike Newman has to be Uncle Mike of the Dorf. Oh. <laughs> but would that be weird if, Thanks, our, if our actual Uncle Mike ever listened to the podcast? <laughs> uh, he would have some stiff competition with yeah, Mike Newman. That's so. okay. Mike Newman also said live Dorfels, a door jam. TJ said something about that last episode that's mm-hmm. not out yet, but Well, he sent a message and I think a boostergram. But it was like, Hey, uh, my wife had this idea that when you guys are playing on the playing live music on your podcast, it's a, it's a door jam. Dorfels <laughs> Dorfels jamming, door jam, trademark. Yeah. He said it was trademark. Low hanging fruit, as Zach would say. He said if we if we use that though, his <laughs> wife would send us cookies. So okay, where are the cookies? Yeah, at? where are the cookies? Pro- at? DM me for our address. We can we can use some cookies. Yes, please. The cookies. Uh-huh. I feel like we should also give a, a Dorful verse shout out and well wish to Kyron from my from Mere Mortals podcast. Mm. I, I think recently that uh, he released something saying that his, I think his mother was not doing too well as far as her health. So oh wow! Prayers out to uh, Kyron of Mere Mortals and his family. Yeah, absolutely. And Shoot. Kyron's definitely been sending the stats. I know he, he streams. It looks like when he's, he's playing some of our songs. Um, I'm I also have g- to give one more shout out, Chad F. Yeah, yeah. My Let's favorite go, Chad. Chad F says. Cousin Mike, it's a cousin Mike boost. boost. (laughs) Hey, cousin Mike, why? I feel special. Hey, we need to like you know how like there's the 33, 33, 77, 77. There's different boosts. Numbers. Yeah. yeah, What's your cousin Mike boost? Oh boy. Can you just set it now? Think about that. Think about that. Okay. Process that through the numerology generator. Okay. This music in the background is making me go insane. I can turn it down. (laughs) It's pretty good. Uh, Kyron did boost and uh, to I think it's is it sing for you TJ do you mm-hmm. know um, and they said beautiful song probably my second favorite of them all so far I wonder what the first what's, one what's is. your first yeah uh-huh. what's the please boost one sat first favorite uh-huh. uh, no you can boost more than that <laughs> okay <laughs> tell, two sats <laughs> tell favorite please boost yeah tell favorite please boost <laughs> uh, hey guys I'm gonna start backwards from uh, the discord boosts here so okay if I forget something I, I read already sorry go ahead. Um, so the, the latest one we have is from Oystenberg, uh, he from the uh, Mutton Meads 
a Mutton Meat Music Podcast, and he just said beautiful to the song You Feel Like Home, which is a brand oh, new song by City so Beach. So good. Shreddy. Love it. Shredward. Yep. The, so he he loved that one. Uh, does that one have Alan Dace? It's yeah, it has- Alan Dace singing. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Dace. We should tell people where'd how you to get say the, where'd you Where'd you get the name City Beach? That's a great question. Um, You're like, hey, let me take two two things that have nothing to do with each other. Mormon <laughs> town. Um, I was actually just talking to my dad about this yesterday because he asked too. Um, so when I when I was writing all the original City Beach music with uh, one of what if I friends that, uh, out in Idaho, we were out in Idaho. I was visiting. We were writing music, and we just visited this beach uh, in Sandpoint, Idaho, Idaho called City Beach. And it had this little mini ah. Statue of Liberty out there, and I liked it, so I took a picture. And then later, when I was trying to figure out, like, oh, what am I going to call this music? I came across that photo, and it was, like, aesthetic, and I wrote some songs at that beach, and I'm like, okay, let's just call it City Beach. Also, fun fact, City Beach was one of Miles' favorite places. No way. Miles really? Fonda, yep. mm-hmm. wow. Miles Fonda also That's wrote... Awesome. Uh, yeah, Angel, Beast. Angel Beast. Yeah, Zach's yeah. favorite All song. All roads lead back to Miles. Oh, yeah. my yeah. gosh. I don't know if Zach... <laughs> Uh, knows about Miles. Miles passed in January of this year. Yeah, I, I know of him. Okay, it was horrible to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not know. I didn't meet him though. I don't think. Oh man, you love yeah. him. He's did so you ever fun. get to meet his little brother, Ethan? Hey, I mean, Ethan. Was oh, I've played. Us, yeah. I've played Chell with Ethan, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I have met Ethan and his brother Ryan too. Yeah. Ryan. Well, you've heard a lot Probably of Miles Ryan, through the Dorfels. Yeah, a lot of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we have some other uh, booths here. For one from Sir Truck Driver. Uh, let's see. I can't see what it says. I don't know if he has a message, but Sir Truck Driver has been boosting us here. And yeah, there. he has. He's an MVP. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sir Truck Driver. Sir Truck Driver, keep driving them trucks. Oh, you know why it's not working? My Wi-Fi's off. Oh, nice. <laughs> also, also shout out user one eight hundred one nine three eight for streaming the stats. Thank Let's you. Let's go. User. Random call. I love it, Mike. <laughs> How about this? From the burner account. Some guy said, Benny, that G solo is all caps filthy. <laughs> I love G solos. <laughs> oh, uh, if anyone doesn't know, that's future Sir Tosh. He's sitting in this room with us. Don't know him. Don't never Don't heard know him. him. Turd. Sounds uh, like a douchebag. I, I literally just I just douche got your reasoning. I just understood it just now. <laughs> nice Ed. I don't get it. Explain it to me. I, I just got it. Too. It can't change though, so I if I can't donate now. So you you, you donate a certain amount to become a sir. Oh, yeah, future but- sir Tosh, got it. So you weren't in yet when you made the username, right? Gotcha. Sick. We have, I think it's Circus Media. He says rocking for a, a song on Booster Grand Ball. One Th- of this ours. This week was heavy on the boosts. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna try to get through them here a little better. We also have uh, John S. John's BRT who is streaming some sats. Solid. Thank you. Circus Media streaming some sats. Oh, let's go. Oh, I got a boost. You guys got to hear. Um, it's from Queen Mother. It says TJ, you're my favorite. No, <laughs> no, mom. Oh, she wasn't supposed to tell. <laughs> Uh, okay. So, so the sir thing is based on how much you how much you interact, like how much you donate, essentially. No, the sir thing is a, a reference to the No Agenda podcast, which Different is podcast. like where the value for value idea kind of originated. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's like their idea, and you, is, and you can you earn the title sir essentially, yeah, basically by donating your time, talent, or treasure, which means you either like 
help out the show by like uh, doing whatever art, um, end of show mixes, whatever you contribute that goes into the production yeah. of the Time, show. Time, talent, information. Or if you donate a monetary amount or whatever, it's kind of just uh. a, 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 a count your own count your own uh, ledger book of what you've contributed and uh, honor system. Yeah. And yeah. then if you but if you donate a thousand dollars of become a knight. of treasure, then mm-hmm. you become a, a sir and you refer to yourself mm-hmm. as a sir. And I. Um, showed miles no agenda and he donated and then he um he was like hey i want to give this, the credit for these donations to my you know my buddy tj and he's like and he, may he be knighted sir tj the wrathful but understandably so and that was my my fourth <laughs> wow. that's, that's how yeah. tj got his name that's how i got my name um, yeah. so that's so why. hypothetically i could i could i could start listening donate a thousand dollars and have the title sir mix a lot <laughs> yes you'd have whatever you yeah. want you know Yes. Nobody know that reference? I don't. I was going to say, everyone's... We're just... <laughs> Sir uh, Mix-a-Lot. He was a rapper in the 90s. Yeah. He, he Hopefully was, someone I like big butts. Yeah, he was on like the... Uh, he was like arena jam for like the whole 90s, wasn't he? he I was love like it. Everything in an arena. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I like big butts and I cannot oh, yeah. lie. <laughs> you heard that? That's <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. TJ, you want to yeah. pull up a different... It's we're going to keep going fun. Maybe change that. Learn something new every five weeks. Uh, we got a little a little booster, a couple sats from EEP Eep. He says, "Cool, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Eep. Right back at you. Cool. I don't think we've read this one either. Profound. <laughs> we've talked a lot about Uncle Mike, Mike Newman, live Dorfels, a door jam. There, I read the yes. official boost. Okay, yes, official. Thank you, Mike, for that boost. So and, yeah, in uh, these boosts, I would like to start figuring out how we could say the total amount, but they get split like five or six ways depending yeah. on whatever they're. They're boosting. Yeah, that's not, that's not the important part. And though. it's I, not the important part. But I know on almost all the other value for value podcasts, they're like, hey, they say the exact number. And the way we have it set up, y'all, just so you know, is I'm only seeing what your portion my of yeah. this was. Yeah. We're so just looking at our so Albi you know, wallets. It, tells you, it says, says value Something, M set oh. total. And then if you take three zeros okay, away, 77, from it. 77. Yeah. That was that one. Okay, okay thank you, you, Mike. I didn't yeah. see that there. Oh, really? At the bottom, the M set total? It's in one of the things is value M set total. But yeah. there's extra zeros at the end of it. Yeah, so you take off three zeros? It confuses me. All right, All moving right. along. I'm glad everyone's following. <laughs> For anyone that's still hey, listening. Everyone pull out your Albi wallet. <laughs> boost a canoe. Dorfels boost. No, TJ, I think I think the next level of the, of the boost interaction of the show is when the link is posted and it's live. Yeah. 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 We're I'm very close to having this um, live and people would be able to listen through their podcasting 2.0 app and then chat with us or yeah, be speaking in the chat. of where's the where's the Dorfel verse YouTube chat? It's not displaying for us. I like have it Kurt, up. Yeah, I was going to say, Kurt's the only one that can see. You're going to have to read from the chat, Kurt, if there's any good yeah, messages. I got you. I'll, I'll hook you guys up. Okay. But don't worry. Keep well, going. I just wanted to thank Busted Canoe 7 because they sent uh, sent us a few boosts. Um, Dorfel's boost on Boostagram Ball. Uh, did we read the one from Your Mortals? Did you read that one? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we might be getting caught up with all our Boostagrams yeah, here. Yeah, that might be it. Yep. That just works. want to give a quick shout out on this track to Abdullah Ibrahim. If you ever listen to our podcast, your playing is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration as opposed to. <laughs> yeah, literally. Not only did we completely rip a lick out of your song, we wrote a whole song around it. What's better than that? So we just read all our boostergrams that I'm aware of. If we missed you, let me know. We'll happily uh, uh, fix that. But uh, I think. We need to pick a song, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. Well, is, uh, 
I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be real disappointed if I come back on here again and you don't have a you don't have a a, a song that's about boostergrams for your boostergram reads. Yeah. So we do. So we haven't. We have the idea. We haven't implemented it. Yeah. You, Zach will remember this. I think it was around here. Zach, you remember the song? Text me or something. Yeah. It was, it was playing in the background. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna rewrite that. It's boost me or something. And yeah. you are fine. Yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, yeah what? we're working on it. Wait, you could go back to episode six of the Dorfelverse to hear Jeez, that. Mikey just pulling out. it, just pulling it out of the archive. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, at a live jam, we tried to see if we could pull it off. Yeah, it wasn't quite. Uh, it's almost there. It's like sixty percent there. Yeah, yeah. It was a solid first take, Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, which which sixty percent is about exactly how I write every song. I, mean, I don't think I've ever written more than sixty percent of a song. Before we pick just a so song, you know, so, you so to, it's for you have to count on the last forty percent to just kind of come it, together. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying it's complete Ned's book. Yeah, not to put Zach on the spot, but before we pick a song, I wanted to see if there's any anything else somewhat dwarf related or anything you had in mind that you thought you wanted to share. Whether it was, you know, any stories of us road, on the road with road you. Road life. Road life, gig life, anything interesting. Or or if something comes to mind while we're talking, just barge in, you know? But, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, I can't think of anything in particular. I remember having a ball when we went on the road. And I know we had kind of talked about it before the, as we were coming on this thing, where Ed was saying, or, or yeah, he was like, well, why haven't we recorded anything? And it brought me back to a memory of we're sitting in somebody's house that we stayed in in Texas while we were on the road mm-hmm. and we're all sitting around kind of, kind of picking around or whatever. You guys start playing something and you go, Hey Ben, teach Zach that riff. And I'm like, Zach can't play that riff. <laughs> like <laughs> Zach's abilities. So that's why we've never recorded anything because you can't dumb yourself down enough for me to play along with something. <laughs> oh man. I will say, Zach, when uh, you were yeah. touring with us, I felt really good because I felt like I knew at that point I was like a homeschooled sheltered kid. And I was like, I think Zach has the street smarts to keep us safe. Yeah. <laughs> to, keep us, to keep us safe. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how the first thing yeah, comes to mind for you could, Just got to be safe. <laughs> there, there was, there was a 100% of that, but it was also funny because in, in return for that, what you got was the unfiltered version of me that was so different from you guys. Where... Yeah. where my foul mouth and everything that came with it and all the crazy yeah. things that I said. Dude, we, we had so like much you fun. had to tolerate that to get my street smarts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was I, a blast. I remember being in like, uh, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the country and it's like blizzarding. It's like 2 a.m. And we end up like, we, you know what? We cannot drive anymore. We're trying to get like get to like another state. And then we just, so we find a random yeah. hotel. We, like we barely get there because there's ice all the road. We just hit up the chill box, start playing chill in the hotel. Yep. Oh man. That was our thing with Zach. Yeah. It's like anything goes wrong, we just call Zach be like, yo, you want to chug some chill? <laughs> so chill is the video game NHL. I'll power up the cellular hotspot. <laughs> Literally. Oh, low Ver- yeah, Verizon hotspot. Oh, we do it. Uh, oh. Since we're talking about chill, can I also say um, my chill character? I, <laughs> I named him. So if anyone out there listening happens to play video games and plays the NHL games, I played my child character. I named him Adam Curry in his number 33. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could be like uh, a 
It could be like a Yari Curry reference. Hey, right? just just so you, just so you know, if your if your parents are listening to this, if they're going to listen to this, I tried my best to corrupt your children, and uh, <laughs> they just wouldn't have it. <laughs> they're very very good people. Don't worry, Zach. There's still time. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> there's still Charlie. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's still there's Charlie. no saving Charlie. There's no saving that boy. <laughs> Oh man! I'm joking. I just played Call of Duty with Charlie earlier today. Nice. nice. Okay, I'm trying to think. I do remember some like nothing like like whoa that was so classic or that was so amazing. But that that tour that we did with Zach was really fun. I, I do remember just like driving, listening to different music. Like Zach, you remember in the van? It was like who who's ever driving kind of has the ox, and you were like you were like subject yeah, yeah. to their musical you know thing like if eddie was driving i don't i don't even know what he was listening to at that time if i was driving maybe just some kind of like soft rock reliant k switch foot vibes and then soft it's like rock. zach's like all right i'm driving it's like full-on like grunge like <laughs> yeah like thrice and deftones yes and then i played a couple of things that i had that i was working on writing and you guys were like that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> Like that's not even good, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you're an angel beast. And that's yeah. why I only That's why I only write sixty percent. It's all your fault. Yeah. So well, you know. well, 60% percent you write still. Well, Zach, trash. what are you doing right now? Aren't you aren't you still a musician essentially? Aren't you playing gigs and stuff even now? Yeah, we I've been doing uh, residencies for the last four years. We had three years in Orlando of doing residencies. It was four or five days a week. And then we went to Delaware and played on the beach this summer. And Delaware's beaches are so seasonal that once you hit whatever end of set, beginning of September, it's just done. So we've, we've all, we also own a, a company called Vacation Jams, and we put on music festivals in different parts of Mexico. We're actually working on doing some stateside as well. We, is but, that a uh, company? We just decided partner? to like... We? Uh, yeah, it's the the guy that I play with started the company. His name's Joe Bachman. Uh, I've been playing in a duo the last few years just using tracks, basically just glorified karaoke. Uh, some of his original stuff and quite a few, quite a few covers of different types. And um, we just... he We're both getting to the age where we're like... I'm 47. He's 50. We're like, man, I don't know how I don't know how much longer I can do five days a week. Like, I'm just starting to hate it. Starting to get to the point where you're getting kind of jaded about playing shows, which I which was just not good. And uh, so we just decided to kind of put everything into vacation jams and work on this festival company and sort of not not retire but half retire. So we're still doing like big shows or like well paying shows. I know we're playing. Uh, we're doing Sister Hazel's Rock Boat in January and uh, some think playing in Fort Lauderdale uh, at the end of or, uh, New Year's Eve. Just doing things here and there. We'll probably, you know, play in Orlando a couple times a year because we have a good following there. So it's kind of, we've kind of like put it on the back burner a little. But then I, since I moved home, started playing with my daughter. She's going to be 20 soon. She sings and plays guitar a bit. So I'm like wanting to kind of share that with her, you know, to share all the knowledge and experience that I have with her and get her, uh, get her moving in that direction, you know. And home so is Missouri. That's where I'm at. I'm still playing. Home is Missouri, right? Yeah, just outside of Missouri and Illinois. Yeah. Oh, okay. Essentially, it's it's Illinois, but it, but I call it. I mean, it's the same. It's one huge, massive state. Is the entire Midwest? Is your daughter writing songs? Yeah, she does. She's much further along writing than I ever was. Like. 
she wrote a few things. Um, she was she doesn't write much music, so she was like pulling uh, royalty free tracks off the internet and like writing to it, writing melody li- yeah. and lyrics. Yeah, good, good way to start. Um, throw it up on B. I love that. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if she has Ryan Fonda, I know did a lot of a lot of his stuff wasn't necessarily maybe a whole track, but a lot of like drum stems synth stems and just getting other people's ideas that would fuel his because he had all the lyrics that's a great way to start yeah yeah i I, actually i do have one of her tracks that i could probably send you guys that's really well done send it Um, over she's just learning she's just learning how to record and like you know she's been on stage with me a few a handful of times but hasn't really like learned how to front and uh, the we have the perfect opportunity. Wait, up you here. didn't we, put her in the bar when she was fourteen, Zach? What did, did you learn anything oh, from I us? Did. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> no, I put her in the bar. She just, I just, I just never wanted to like push her. You know what I yeah, mean? That's like good. the same thing with learning guitar. When my kids, my kids wanted to learn, I said, "Look, I'll teach you everything that you want. I'll give you every minute that you need to get there, but I'm not going to drag you into it. If yeah. you're, if you're, you know, you're going to work on it and you come to me and you want to do it." And she's just kind of hitting that point now where she's like, I'm ready. I want to go do this. So that's awesome. We're doing the same kind of great. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited thing with J dog, my son, Jacob. And, uh, so he's actually starting to, and Callie, my daughter, they're both starting to work on music more, but it's, I'm doing the same kind of approach you're doing. I'd love them to play. I'm here to help you, but I'm not there. Like, Hey, you have to do this. You have to do this. I'm like, I'll help you if you want, but if you just want to figure it out on your own, right. or you're not interested, that's okay. You know? And they're starting to show interest, yep. so it's pretty exciting for me. So I have to still be careful not to be too like, all right, you got to put out a new song every week. Like, okay, Zach, I, you know, you, I'm not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you said something that was really, uh, that I think was important to us, very important to us. In, and why, what I, another reason why we love Value for Value is we were burnt out, dead, like literally quit music because of the grind, because of the burnout, yeah. because of the whole, everything you said. I kind of like hated it. Yeah, I hated it. I mean, we had multiple conversations at near the end of our career where we were like, I never listen to music. I most of the time hate the majority of the time we're up on stage playing. It was just not good. And um, that left us super jaded when we quit and stop playing and value for value is just this it's such a sweet organic place to just like freely let stuff like go out there and hear people's feedback and actually get to interact with them and it just really livened up music again for us it's kind of like playing out in a show where you get those few people that come up and say say to you either in between sets or even while you're you know in between songs and they're like hey i really really like what you're doing yeah and some of them leave a tip some of them Mm -hmm. don't but either either way that word of encouragement it's like that now for our recordings but there's no setup so these boostergrams that we're getting yeah (laughs) just from a few people here and there it's it's i don't it's it's life-giving yeah it's like soul it's like that we'll get maybe we'll write another minor key song soon and we'll post it on value for value and we'll get another person like you zach who just sends us a boost and is like is like yo this is up my jam i dig this and it was a it was possible because the whole platform allowed us to simply for the instant feedback yes and it was easy for us to just record it write it get it up there and then he heard it sent feedback back message yo this is my jam so zach people can stream uh bitcoin it's we call it satoshis it's a small very small amount of bitcoin and they'll and there's people learning how to do it and they'll stream it while they're listening and it happens while they're listening to our song so i'll i might check my little bitcoin wallet and i'll see like in real time, little bits of Bitcoin coming in. I'm like, someone is listening to my song right now, yeah. and they like it enough to say, I'm going to stream the Satoshis while I'm listening, which and, and I don't know, you're saying we wanted to explain value for value in the podcasting 2.0 and music 
And so that's one thing. Another thing, just so even if people don't want to say, hey, write a message, they can just, I'm here and I'm listening and, and I and I like it. You know? Yeah. A lot cool. of times I'll just, I'm listening to Ryan's song and I'm just like, I love this song. 3333. <laughs> Send some sats. Yeah. <laughs> but what we don't have, and maybe there's just, a way for this, is we don't have streaming sats. I, I, I mean, like, not sats, streaming stats. I don't know how many streams our songs have. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Just Which, so you know, I'm not sending you guys shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You you paid your dues on the road, hey, brother. If the message is the most important part. <laughs> he he did he he doesn't give us sats. He gave us miles miles of driving on the road. Time talent. Time. That's true. <laughs> nice. I had a blast with all that though. You got some value. So, from so it? if I could get my daughter, if I could get the, if I could get my daughter's song and send it to you now, could you play it or no? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Post post a link in that Discord. How do I do that? Oh, I know can, how to do that. We can Hang just on. cut Let all the see. dead space in, in between from you, where you said that right now and right into it if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Or we can't and we can just keep talking. Ooh. <laughs> has <laughs> Zach, like, has Zach told? Sorry, has Kurt. Zach told his favorite like? Post it. You said post it in the Discord. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Kurt. How do I how do I do this? Share in Discord. Go to the general. I'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Click on text channels. Yeah. Just drop general. the file in there if you can. If it's MP3. What were you saying, Kurt? Well, I haven't like, heard your voice in so oh. long. I need you to talk to me. Oh yes. I was just wondering if Zach's like told us told any dorful stories he may remember, unless it's too much of a blur. I mean, for you him. might have to trigger something. <laughs> he he said it's all kind of a. Blur he doesn't remember any tube TVs falling off the uh, mount. You guys yeah. want to hear the oh, song? Kurt, you're oh, I remember. Oh, go ahead. Zach. I remember having a beer with uh with Joe and didn't work out well for him. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> you remember one, that one whole incident? Uh, yeah. Um, trying to think. I mean, mostly it was just it, the most memorable part of it. Really, it, it wasn't even the shows. It was all the car riding. Yeah. It was just the <laughs> the conversation and. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys have always, we were trying to think of this the other day, and Ben, you probably remember these, how many times, I was saying how much I feel like you guys should love Letterkenny, because it's, uh, it's so many repeatable phrases, and I'm like, you guys are the king of that, like, the, the chug thing was so overdone in the best possible way. It was like everything was chugged. <laughs> it's like, what were some, there were some, uh, there were some other phrases that you guys just beat into the ground and I couldn't remember. Yeah. It's like, there's a word of the week and then it turns into like word of three years. Yeah. <laughs> no, Zach's right. Yeah, it, does. It, it was worse when Zach was around because we had names. a lot of them and we used them very, very often. Like Fred was a bad word. Yeah. We're, we'd be like, yo, like, we'd play a set at like we, Zach's with us. We go on tour, go to a place, set up play a set go on break i go to zach i'm like yo zake yo zach tell me that the subs were chugging like bacon <laughs> like, like bacon is yeah one. yeah <laughs> tell me they were chugged like bacon zach's like oh they were chugging and, and you just had to you just had to learn to speak dorful it was like a like a, you had to get on duolingo and <laughs> learn the language yeah, like if in doubt insert word bacon <laughs> literally or sausage sausage was interesting because that could be good or bad depending on the context yeah sausage yeah. is good or bad yeah. mostly, mostly in Dorful Talk though you want it to be left into left to interpretation yeah yes. for sure <laughs> yeah you don't right. want it you want it to be vague but one very that vague. was very on the nose that, that Zach I think loves loves because where he was at and where we were at and then getting together was when we get really oh you knew we were mad if we said Flipping, 
Flip <laughs> <laughs> <Flip> you. <laughs> yeah. Kurt, Kurt won't stop playing super hard I on still, his drums. We're in like a two by two cube stage. I'm like, Kurt, you're so flipping annoying. <laughs> That's uh, stupid as flip. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, my uh, parents messaged me just now and they said, let Zach know we are listening. <laughs> so I they say it. hi. <laughs> I miss I miss them dearly, man. Dude, hockey yeah, we Tommy. Had some good to- oh, good, me and Tom had some great conversations. Boy, and he plays hockey hard. There's no yeah, there's no slow gear. <laughs> dude, he's he still goes like hard that. in the paint. He's still like all that. the time. And TJ's son, I love it. TJ's son Jacob is getting into that point where he has to prove himself on the rink. So when so dad's he here, yeah, and we go to the rink, like oh, Jake like, likes to go into the corner with Uncle Tommy, hockey Tommy, Daddy he, he, D. He, uh, Grandpa Tom for he him. caused dad he caused dad to uh take take a few spills last time. Yeah. Dad wasn't very happy about it. He let him have it. <laughs> he was like, Jake, you little hey, flip. T- t- I'm t- t- yeah, you. let's get back to Zach Stark. What's her name? What's your daughter's name? Her name? 80. All right, this is uh, her song, I guess. Let's see. She's going to hate my guts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, she's think about, she's, I just told her to put headphones on. She's got we, a mic, but she won't want to be on camera. I think, let's try it again. We have, we have the oh, uh, here, let Discord me download muted. It. Yeah, the Discord's yeah. muted. Let me let's just, just play it off. That'll, that'll yeah. Play. yeah, we'll download that joint. It'll play. Track. I don't know which version I sent them, but I just sent them a version of your song they're about to play. Hey, I'm, I'm putting her on the... on. Can you hear oh, She's in the room. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Hold on. Hello. T- hello. Oh, hello. Hey. She's on, a, she's on a mic. Welcome to the Dorfelverse. Welcome to the Dorfelverse. Yes. Are you... Talk. I can only hear you. Oh, you can only hear me? Why can you only hear me? Ask her to tell us about Aww, the song. Bombs, Zach, Zach, repeat dude. everything we say. <laughs> All right. Zach, go. just let her take your seat. <laughs> I repeat, ta- Zach, repeat everything we say. <laughs> Zach, just let her take your seat. Zach, just... <laughs> you're practical yeah, Zach, you, Zach, you're done. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. I don't why, understand why... why... I hear oh, yeah. Yes! This is sick. Yeah, yeah this, this is yeah, great. This is, this is phenomenal. She has a great voice. Dude, her voice is chugging. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's bacon in a good way. I love that thing. Yeah, dude, that's great. Um, so is this a, a track that you or she owns the rights to? No, this, no, she pulled the track off the off the internet. I don't know whose track that is. So this is, is a, it cover, royalty is this a free? cover song. 
No, no, no. This is her her original vocals, her original melody, her original lyrics. Uh-huh. She just pulled a a music track off of like like her and her boyfriend would just pull tracks off of YouTube that are made for free use. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially. No, yeah, isn't that a whole thing now? Is it like this whole like free, free, yeah, free so music where you that. like it, there was a, there was some guy that made this whole thing where it's like you know the point of it was free use music and you like pay a one time fee and so you get to use it all and then he yeah. like got so much money he was able to give kickbacks to someone. Else. I, I need to know more about that so mm-hmm. to drop the specifics on it. But that's yeah. like a thing now where people just make music for other people to use right yeah 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 well essentially i mean if you look if you look in the hip-hop world that's very 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 common yes. where they just pull stuff and write songs to it yeah i mean yeah it, but it's not as often as in rock and other genres yeah I, but i feel like it now it's where it's like made with that explicit intent right or people <laughs> like make it and collect it and have a whole I mean, yeah, collection yeah. That, that, that's what half of splice is basically. yeah it, like cure you were told we're talking about curators like mute, yeah. literal music, not yeah, lyric, not melody, but music, right, like curators, like music components, more yeah. just the music, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just for music. But yeah, uh, amazing. Right. All voice, the all the, the lyrics and all the melody is her own. It's just it was great. Her voice sounded awesome. I don't guys, know why, so. but like my brain was amazing. Oh, you I heard there? like Incubus and in, but like not but harder, like going harder than that. I, I heard if Taylor Swift was good. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, if you're listening to this, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. And, and well, and play like a better. It's, it's funny. Too. She did. She did three. She sent me three or four different ones, and they were all kind of different genres, almost. Like one was one was metal. That one was kind of the pop punk one, and then she has one that's kind of a really uh, melancholy, like Billie Eilishy type song. So gotcha. she she writes all types did, of different. Question: music. Did she put this out on anything yet, or is that just like a Google Drive file? No, that's just us. She just sent me that. Uh, like she, I don't. Did you put that out anywhere? No, pe- she didn't people put it in the out. Asking, She's terrified yeah, of anyone that, listening. That needs to be asking, available. What's the name of the song? I need to show my listen, daughter and wife. Listen, Zach, you, you talk to your daughter. If if there's no tracks in there, you know, we have any legal problems with, that's like all music you can use because of what you're explaining. If you want that out on the V for V, like what we've been doing, I'm happy to even host it for her. You just let me know. And, okay. And, and also, well, if, you if got, she you needs guys band, also feel free. Bro, we got banned in a box up in here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you could feel free to put a, take that melody track and put a put our own music behind yeah, it. Yeah, dude, let's do it. You guys can do that. Collab. <laughs> no, sending the stems right. Yeah, Kurt. she she really likes to write and really Facts. really wants to do that. Like she wants to go out and do original things. Like she we're doing the cover stuff just to make some money and have some fun and get some experience. But ultimately, she just wants to do original stuff. Absolutely. Hell yeah, and so. and to get some feedback, right? Like that's I feel like value that's the for value. Yeah. Yep. yeah, like I thought that was for good sure enough, good enough to. Or not, oh, I, I shouldn't. I don't. That's the wrong word. It's not good enough. No, it was it was over the top. Awesome yeah. and yeah. and ready to be released. Even if there's things in there you thought weren't perfect. Yeah, Sounds I don't relatively think, royalty yeah. free. You know what's funny? <laughs> that what you're saying, Teej, actually just makes me think of something that we've like can like been hinting on, but maybe not have it clearly articulated. Go ahead. Another thing that's cool about value for value is the platform. If we're gonna call, if we kind of call it that, the feels, protocol. The protocol feels Space. like it has Ugh. tons of grace and like in a really cool way. Where like we released a demo track, if I promise, complete demo track, and everyone knew it, everyone's cool with it, and they listened to it, and they kind of like imagined the potential of the track on their own, 
and they're like cool whereas you cannot do that on spotify <laughs> if you put a demo on spotify you get torn apart slash just nothing will happen even if you put just a master track on, nothing, <laughs> happens. nothing happens but you know what i mean there's like a really cool element to the value for value where it's like hey here's something i'm working on and you put it out and you get a bunch of feedback and it's awesome you can't do that on apple music are you kidding me <laughs> well in yeah. short i think uh the value for value is a amazing space for smaller artists compared to if you're a small artist just posting a Spotify into the dark abyss of your music will never be heard unless you force your fan like people to listen to yeah, it like, or, or pay a lot of money it, for it's a great or space to be right now for smaller artists especially yeah why do I hate the word space yeah <laughs> the first time I explained value for value to someone I the words that I said was it's like SoundCloud but with tipping <laughs> that's what it felt like yeah, to me pretty much I try to call it value I'm trying to call it value more. <laughs> yeah, don't call it tipping. Libre, uh, Sir Libre lectured us on that, and I actually did agree with him, though. He's like, a tip is something you give like a waiter or something. Like, you're an In artist making In exchange for art. something, yeah. right? Yeah. True. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. Okay, well, we need yeah, to... I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her about it, and we'll figure something out. Yes. Yeah, if you need any, want any help with tracking, or I think it sounded pretty dang good the way it was, but anything with releasing it, and you want any help with that, Zach, you let me know, okay? But yeah, yeah. I just I just need to figure out all the details on the track itself and find out if it was like royalty free and she's <laughs> able to use it. But even then, I'd still rather have even if it's something similar that's written behind it. Yeah, I'd just rather have something that wasn't pulled off the web and all done by someone else. I know what you mean. It's like kind of like we made the tracks. It's not like something like canned sort of. But it's it's just more fun, right? Your own art, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ben. What were you? Well, not say? only not only that is, I'd love to just come up with music for her in general that she could write to. Like she wants to write, but I'm not a great. I'm okay. I'm just not a. You know, I'm I'm a rhythm player. I I can only do so much. So she just needs to find some people to write with. Yeah. Well, uh, mm. we need to pick a song to release. A mm. uh, movie I'll never see. Oh. Let's just, let's just uh, see how that feels. I would right. love it. This is a Zach around. Malloy uh, co-write. Uh, let's go. Ooh. I love that song. Love it. We're going to listen all the way through the second verse. Yeah. It's a little bit meta. Crank. Yes. Crank. There we go. Thousand people walking down a crowded street Cut to corner cafe where you and I were about to meet I play it over and over again I remember every word we sang And how the slow motion tear fell from your eye As I stood up and I said goodbye Just let you slip away Wish I could rewrite this
I feel like Eddie wrote the lyrics to this one not knowing anything. Is that right or is that wrong? Um, what do you remember about this song? I don't remember. I feel a lot. like the movie <laughs> I'll Never See literally was my line. I, I think it was, yeah. Uh, well, we all remember it differently, and, and I'm okay with whatever actually happened and what was true. But I don't care. I don't care to take <laughs> sounds credit. Like though, so. need re- sounds like we need to. Sounds like we need to. Sounds like we need to get Zach in here, to, yeah, to see what he remembers. <laughs> all I remember is going in with a couple of melodic ideas, and there was someone I don't remember who. Someone had the idea of like we were talking a lot about video and cinematography oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. storytelling through cinematography, mm-hmm. and then. I remember Zach driving like a really yeah. Like, it was, like it was what Zach. if we what if Zach we Malone. wrote like the lyrics were like a script yeah, and then the lyrics cut to that's, corner cafe yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It, was, cut, it was Zach's yeah. idea to kind of fade in yeah, opening like a scene script, sort of yeah, yeah he's like let's write a script and it's a lyric interesting so, so that's the, uh, the the nugget of wisdom from the master huh yeah nice I like that 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 was kind of the meta aspect of it right it's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just I I love the song because lyrically it's clever, melodically it's catchy. Yeah, and I think it go it has like a like that second verse has like grunge like it, it, it has like go. hints of a couple different genres yeah. throughout the whole song. Yep, it's just a journey to listen to. I, I it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really really nice. Oh, I made the beat. That's one of my favorites that you guys have ever recorded. So good. Me too. I've been pushing that one for a while. And then I believe uh, some other people on this podcast uh, described that one as a filler track. Yeah, that was me. Not me. <laughs> it was my, I don't like the lyrics very much. TJ, we were just talking about. Not naming any names. How genius they were. <laughs> I, I understand. And and I may be wrong. So I think it's time I for think, this Well, I, I just think it's one where, you know, it seems like it's maybe one from the writer's perspective where kind of a, a couple different things came together. Maybe you did some things differently than your normal process. And so you, you were, it was kind of a little bit not quite in your wheelhouse of the style of song to release, maybe just the way it came through. But I think it's one of those that sticks with you the more you listen to it. It's more, you know, it, it uh, sticks in your head and you're like, you know, you kind of, it, it festers a little bit. And you're like, I, I think I have an idea of what the lyrics mean and maybe it's wrong, but do, Eddie, Ben, Kurt, who who has the idea of what the kind of theme of the lyrics is? Because the movie I'll never see. What is the movie? Yeah, it's their whole relationship the real, that they're the never life. gonna have that they're just gonna dream about. Yeah, that, that's that's the gist. Sounds like a waste of time to me. Also, yeah. <laughs> honestly, the, we we wrote the song not we weren't like looking for a deep like like deep meaning. It was like let's just kind of tell like a story that like kind of feels kind of good from a has, cinematic it's like a chick like a, yeah like a like a cinematic type feel and mm-hmm. like let it have a vibe and that was the whole thing it wasn't like some crazy deep but i think thing. yeah I think most people go ahead Kurt. i was gonna say most people these days pretend their life's a movie you know how like everyone's just recording themselves all day and like right pretending they're the greatest you know it's just like Okay, I like this. So I think that I think I can, the I the writing that. probably would resonate with the masses because, like I said, everyone thinks their life is a movie, <laughs> right? And, and you never really see if you're if you are doing that thing that modern way that people do things now. You aren't really seeing the movie of your life. You're just trying to constantly broadcast it, right? It's like you don't <laughs> yeah. quite you aren't really seeing the whole picture of what's actually happening because you're too busy like creating the impression of your own movie, right? Yeah, okay. You're never I'm living like, in the moment, yeah. which you're is just capturing all the moments, so. which. Yeah. Which is a funny, well, a cool part of the writing of that song because in the second verse, it says, um, like, it takes, it goes from um, 
in the first verse he says you know fade in opening scene scene, um thousand people walking down a crowded street cut to the corner cafe where you and i brought to me i played over and over again Uh, i remember every word you said and how the slow motion tear fell from your eyes i is i stood up and i said goodbye so like it starts off from a place of not like oh let's go have this like movie-esque relationship it starts from like a break point Mm-hmm. so the whole song is actually darker mm-hmm. it even mm-hmm. though that like the bridge gets yeah, kind of ta- happy it's talking about it's like the lyrics are talking about the movie i'll never see knowing that i'll never see it exactly exactly it's yeah. not from like yeah. a oh well I, I'm, maybe i will the song doesn't I say yeah. i messed it up now i'll never see it the whole song is just like here's what happened it's a blowout and i i i love the so i have, have a quote go go zach I just have a question, and I, and I hope this doesn't come come across offensive to anybody because it's actually a compliment. But I've been here through you know through through enough years with you guys to hear so many different uh, what um, what's the word I'm looking for different different parts of you like different lifetimes of the doorfuls of your music of what you write, Seasons. and I felt like early on that what you wrote was more thought out, as in how are people going to perceive this? I'm writing for other people. And I feel like the things that I heard, the more recent stuff, including the the song you just played, and some of the stuff you sent me that you didn't release, I felt like was more honest and heartfelt and and from who you are. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You what? Well, and I, I felt like that was the best stuff that you that you guys ever wrote. I agree. I think there's I think there are levels to Dorful lyrics, right? <laughs> we have like Miles Fonda level. Yeah. And then we have like Dragon Boys level. Yeah. We go like Dragon a lot Boys that's in between. Miles Fonda. <laughs> it's like Dragon Boys, Miles Fonda, Nashville. <laughs> like way over on the other side. <laughs> no, it's like no, met a girl yeah, in no, a bar. Dragon Boys is part of Nashville, isn't it? It's like You uh, think so? Yeah, yeah. Dragon Boys is just yeah. like lyrics that sound like they might mean something, but it's kind of just in there to, <laughs> leave, to be interpreted, yeah. you know, yeah. with which much with much vagueness. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I like. Yeah, no, that that was definitely a part though. We were always like, okay, are, are people gonna like this? Yeah, you know, are, are they gonna understand it? Are they gonna? Right. How, you know, it was always about you know worrying about other yeah. people. I remember when we wrote "Thought It Was Real," that song was tough. For me, and and I I remember one podcast that I wasn't on, Kurt and Eddie got to talk about it, but the song is about our band like dying, essentially. And but me thinking like, oh, this is a really good song, it's really deep. If we do go Nashville and make it a little bit relatable, there's a chance that other people might like get into it too. So in the second verse, we like tie it to a girl and like, oh, that's relatable. But it's not it's not like a direct it's tie. not direct. It's a it's a it's like a slight you're, you're, I mean, and it's not bad writing, but we part were of me using was, girl as like the, the you know like feel, a metaphor. Yeah, a metaphor for yeah, the band. But yeah. But I think what would have been cooler, kind of what Zach was saying, was like if we would have stuck to it, though, mm-hmm. we could have wrote a different second verse that would have even deepened what that song's actually about. Yeah. So just just to translate for the for the you know those require that require a translation for Dorful Speak for for the flagship song of the Nashville style would be Heartbreak, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So Which that, is a great song. Songs on a spectrum yeah. from from style Nashville mm-hmm. through style. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever would be on the other side of that. Yeah, you can hear it in the first lyric. The first lyric of Heartbreak says, I remember when I saw ya, got your summer, summer Gucci's on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and, then the, and, then, and then the opening lyric of Thought It Was Real says, have you ever felt pain from a dream? 
That's it, much it different. Sense. Yeah, much. Yeah, D- very different place. Yes, and I not, just, I just not dream like I was it. sleeping. Oh, dream yeah. like I dreamt that I would be in the NHL one day. That kind of dream. What's that? I was just gonna say. I just felt like it was. It was much easier to like. I, I just felt your your more recent music. I felt I felt more connected to your more recent music, and I felt like it was more honest in in who you guys are. But you know, I, I mean, I, I feel like that's every artist kind of grows through that phase. But I, but I, it was it was one of the reasons I was really disappointed. You guys kind of stopped when you stopped. I felt like you had so much stuff on tap that was that was really good. That was really high quality. Uh, but but I, like I said, I don't I don't mean that in any insulting way. I hope that yeah. that's taken as a compliment that you yeah. guys have grown through that and and become this other thing. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Hey, when the bands when the band truly took a break, stopped, whatever you want to call it. Let's see. I was at the post office. I'm a mailman. Still am. Humble, humble mailman. I went to the post office too. Ben was a mail carrier for a little bit. Uh, Couldn't that quite was hack your, it. That when was we, your low life. When we, when we quit, <laughs> that's what I did. I went hey, to the post Eddie, office. where were you? He went to Target. Yeah, I worked at Target. In the electronics section. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what did Kurt do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> no, I left. I came back to Kurt Florida. Kurt do what? So Kurt, so we're talking made about made really cool drone videos. Facts. <laughs> yeah, but how did you survive, Kurt? Uh, what was the question? A- after when the band stopped, like what? What did oh, you do? Oh, I left Florida and I shot wedding videos and real estate photography. You left Wait, Tennessee. No, God, I can't. Went. Talk. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. And then there was Joey, who's not here. And what did he do? He's a bass player. Amazon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. At the Amazon warehouse. Yeah. I think he still works at least part time. Part time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing that is that is now. Why is, why is he not on here? Where's he at? He's playing, playing hockey. He's playing hockey. Nice yeah. hockey. We just said that three times. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> hockey, yeah. hockey, hockey, hockey. <laughs> the thing that's interesting to me about the the <laughs> the breakup of the band and where we progressed from from then is it's now become clear. It's like the Dorvals existed in developing their library of music, not just like by stacking CDs. It's more like there's a pipe of music that just flows. And I'm picturing like six or seven little pipes inside a big pipe, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the band, and then for the Dorfel's band, it's like there was a funnel that connected all the pipes. And then yeah. Dorfel music, the Dorfels was shot out the funnel. But mm-hmm. when the band was like coming apart a little bit, it was like the funnel was getting too tight <laughs> and the, all, the, all the music couldn't escape from, yeah. from the pipe. Yeah. And then it just needed to bust a few holes like City Beach, pew! Yeah. Yep. Yep. Curtis yep. drums, pew! Because yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of like, we, yeah. we, we, we wanted to go in different directions a lot, like mm-hmm. style wise and yeah. everything. Yeah, you just and, need and, a little outlet. You need so you guys, so you guys all, released. yeah. You generally didn't all agree on the exact direction where you were going to go musically. All like time. you all had kind of a different vibe you wanted to go for. Ben and I were kind of in sync, but no, nobody sense. else was. I think we were all mature in that we knew we needed to agree to keep moving forward. So I think Kurt did a really good job at just like staying quiet and like just adding what he thought was helpful. We, me and Ed, were pretty unified. I think most of the time. Um, I need to make a living. <laughs> yeah, and so that made it all business. Joe was Joe was busy being number one in the world at Call of Duty. So we, <laughs> between me and Eddie and Kurt, love you, Joe. Joey would admit that too. So he's fine with me saying that. But with with the three of us kind of being mature and like just knowing we needed to agree, yeah, we just kind of pushed on. But what Mike was saying is so true because what we were immature about is like. Uh, 
like when Eddie would have an idea of like stacking like 10,000 vocals instead of me thinking about the mix going, I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> just letting him do it. And then like on the back end coming around it and seeing what came out, I wasn't, we didn't have that kind of maturity. So those kind of cool ideas couldn't happen. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm not doing that. We're or, not doing that. <laughs> or Kurt, like he would sneak in some really cool, like more, I don't know, like lo-fi esque, like beat maker kind of brain into some of the things. And then in my mind, I'm like, there's no way we can execute that live. live yeah. <laughs> there's no way I can G solo on this. <laughs> yeah. And so we didn't have that kind of maturity. Just how, did, get- how did you guys? How did you guys feel whenever Kurt put his uh, his album out and he was the best singer in the band? Right? Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> okay, funny story. <laughs> Kurt doesn't sing. Like, Wait, what? Let's Kurt hide makes- him behind the drums. <laughs> yeah. Kurt yeah. makes his own album, sings, and then it's like, why weren't you singing before? <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden, it's, everyone sings. Funny story. <laughs> One day, me and Eddie, uh, me, Eddie, and Kurt came to Nashville, stayed at Mike's house for a week oh, this to is, write. This is great. And me and Eddie went into Nashville with some professional Nashville songwriters. Got a, got a crock of dawn, 7 a.m. Yep. Head, get, head down to Nashville. Down Traffic's there. awful. We, dry, we write a banger Nashville song. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Wow, it was good. I don't even remember the song. That's how good it was. Yeah. And then we get home, and Kurt is like, hey, I was just messing around while you guys were away. Listen to what I made. And then he plays this banger called jeff across the street someone cue that up yeah i think we just threw our song in the trash literally me and eddie like we spent all day with these professional songwriters and then we get home and kurt plays plays this thing he wrote in mike's closet and i about shot myself of course this is inside dorful lingo this old jeff across the street (laughs) it's relatable Everyone knows a Jeff. Everyone knows Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Curdy's got the layered little instrumentals on it. Two chords. The whole song is just two chords. <laughs> it works. Here's the groove. It's Friday night, you look fine Guys always try to take a bite They never seem to treat you right Reaching for your thighs You know what they all want So we see you shut them down Hey Jeff, I always see you in the crowd They love it when you're around You give your love free Oversee everybody's story For me, for me, for everybody Wait a second, let me ask a favor You see that girl in a mess Don't play her Bring her over here, show her what I came for Take her off the dance floor Ben, you heard this one and you were like, okay, that's nice, yeah, Kurt. We but, got it. But, but you need to make it more Nashville. <laughs> you know, now that I, I'm listening to it right now, he went Nashville a little bit in the second verse. <laughs> hey, girl, it's Friday it's, night in your eyes. Come well, on, Kurt. Sometimes you don't have a lyric. You just got to just put something there. He said, it's Friday night. You look fine. Oh, okay. Oh. Friday and night. You something look about fine. reaching for your thighs, I think. Ooh, I, yeah. You want to know? I had different lyrics there. You want to know who changed the lyrics? Oh, no. Yes. AJ Lee, really, really, oh. yep. <laughs> She's like the lyric you had. Kurt, was make that any a sense. was that a difficult <laughs> admission? Kurt, was it difficult for you to like like was that like a, a hump you had to get over to share that with the with the boys or were you like just re- when it was out you're like let's go? The, about AJ Lee, 
No, but the song or in the general. song. No, about oh. you you putting a song out, like sharing a song well, with them. I and you actually sing. wrote that song like two years before I put it out. Yep. And but Ben, the story Ben's talking about was when I originally wrote it, and then it sat in my closet for like two I years. Think, I, I think what, what Zach is asking though is like, were you kind it of was, hesitant? It was hard to show it. Did to you anyone. think you were going to get in trouble for releasing really good music that wasn't labeled as the Dorfels? <laughs> oh, I I never thought. And I, I didn't care like about releasing it. The big hardest part for me was just putting it out because I'm singing and it's like I cringe so hard <laughs> at myself. Um, so yeah, but I got that's, over that. It takes time to get used yeah. to hearing your own voice. Yeah. So it, the hardest part was stopping to like because I wrote it when I was kind of like younger. I think it was just hard, you know, Wait, how trying not to be embarrassed. I mean, yeah. I was six. I probably wrote that song when I was seventeen. What are you, 25 now? 20, 26 now. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, you're pretty old. Wow. <laughs> Jeff is 10 years old. Yeah, but anyways, classic story. Great song. Part of, part of me wishes Kurt would have not released his whole album and saved it so we could have funneled. Like, right now, we could have all just been like, let's release Jeff across the street. Is that a part? <laughs> is, is that have anything to do with uh, our... Our old manager, Jeff Lecision, awesome guy. No, no we, we, just, we were saying that for a while. No, yeah, Jeff. Years. And, and, yeah, in our Dwarf Lingo, Jeff was just like, like uh, Eddie, I don't know, maybe you can think of one. I mean, Ethan no, Fonda no, was if, the king. If you had to blame something on someone, you'd just say, oh, that was Jeff across yeah. the street. Oh, so like, it had like nothing if, to do with If we were too Jeff, loud, if we're like, like at a bar, if we're at Schooner Wharf in Key West playing, and the manager comes up to dad and says, hey, it's way too loud, and Ethan Fonda was in charge of mixing that night, dad would go up and say, hey, it's too loud, and Ethan would be like, oh, uh, yeah, Jeff has a soundboard over there. <laughs> Dad's like, who's Jeff? And I was like, I don't know. Who's Jeff? Jeff has a soundboard across the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so it had nothing to do with yeah, Jeff. but it was it was inspired by our lingo. Yeah, sure. I got you. I, I always wondered that. Yeah, because we're gonna. I want to ask Jeff to be on the podcast. Sometime. Like next our time, someone's manager. like, "Who's the co-writer next on that?" Manager. And I can't remember. I'll be like, "Oh, it was Jeff." <laughs> Jeff, across, Jeff across the street. <laughs> yeah, Jeff across the no. street. Maybe we should release that. Oh wait, that's on V for V, isn't it, boy? No, it sounds yeah. like we needed to come up with whether there was going to be something other than a movie I'll never see, or so, yes, that's where we kind of left off. Did anyone have anything else? Um, I'm just going to consider that one my nominee since I've suggested it three or four times. That is now. definitely Mike's choice. And it's what I thought. I really like that song. I really like it too. I think, and one thing that we like to do when we have a guest is we like put heavy, um, deference. Yeah. Towards the guest. So if Zach likes it, that puts kind of a Maybe lot let's of weight. Throw one more option just for fun. Okay. And then we can just call it a day. Okay. Let's see what other options. Eddie's saying like let's like just get one more song like that we get to listen to together, and then we'll pick movie on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait. Let's. I don't have this, the list in front of me, so I'm no help. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking. TJ had said he had a couple he wanted to play during this episode. No, actually, nah. That's I wanted this song. I was like, Mike's been saying this song. Okay, okay. And it's like this is. I think this episode is that song. So it sounds like we're all on the same page there. Um. I'm trying to think if there's any more darker. Ooh, here's a dark one. Ultimate Hill of the Valley. Oh gosh. <laughs> has Zach hold has Zach, have you heard Ultimate Hill of the Valley? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh no! Let's go. <laughs> Kurt, you get love it. this. Oh, Zach, by the way, Kim has been in the chat like lighting you up the whole time in a great <laughs> in a good way. So I just wanted to say, Cam is? If, Kim, if you sent sister. him the YouTube link, he could see the Kimberly. Oh, Kim. Yeah, she's she's reflecting yeah, on all okay. of our good times we've had. Oh, 
And this is her oh, son. Oh, I love singing. that. Her son wrote this whole song. The yeah. melody. Crack it. Crack it. Thunder, 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 <laughs> Listen to the words. They're very deep. Oh wait, there's no words. It's not so low. <laughs> that's that's Reed playing. Can you or Steve? Can you kind of? Oh yeah. And we we need to hear this part coming out. Oh, this is where it gets real good. Buildings and buildings turn into food. The ultimate hill of the valley, the ultimate hill of the valley. Valley, thunder, 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 <laughs> he's actually a, an, an amazing amazing pianist he's like what eight nine uh, reach probably nine now dude take that I nashville thunder 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 <laughs> mountains turn into food <laughs> i dig uh, it that's uh, did, the, did the buildings turn into food as well yeah yeah, yeah i think, yeah, I think it was food. the buildings wasn't it buildings turn into food and snow turns into buildings and buildings turn into food the ultimate hill of the valley wow um will waste you like swords and my, yeah it's i don't know you must have been thinking about minecraft or something i love it dude it's deep super but metal I, but i think the movie i'll never see might be a pig boys <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, yeah I concur. It. That's it. We don't. Um, I was trying to think of any other dark songs that we have. I have. I, I will kill your remember. mom. Has Zach heard that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus, this is going down a path I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Clay, <laughs> I will kill your mom for Zach. Just, just a bit. It's very just, straightforward. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I need a link. Made up one. <laughs> you don't have. I will kill your mom. I don't know what happened to it. You're gonna have to send me the link, Kurt. Man. Okay, I'll send it. Oh my gosh. Nope, it's not in the library. <laughs> okay, I'll send it again. I've sent this to you guys multiple times. I guess no one cares to save it. Maybe they're so in shock that they just don't. Discord. All right, sending copies. Oh, holy shoot. children abused in the process of recording this. I made it by myself in my room. <laughs> Good answer. 
All right. <laughs> that was a song I wrote about my ex-wife. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Oh my oh god. My. Oh boy. Wait, Kurt has an ex-wife? Who did the who did the who did the music for that? It was, was all me. You and there's no guitar. Where'd you, where you get those guitar roots? It's all synths. I made oh, the synths really? I made in serum. So. Wow. I know, I was stunned <laughs> too. I was so like, I have to make something crazy, out of this, but dude. I can't think of anything. I know. I, I thought they were guitars <laughs> also. I was yeah. like, played that. <laughs> I feel like that's like Kurt's vision of that's writing right. a metal song too. It's like, what are the, what's the hook going to be? What are the lyrics? I will kill your mom. I'll, I'll kill your mom because she's got them big balls. <laughs> and destroy the patriarchy. Kill oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Curdy oh, squirty. Pretty incredible. Thank you, Zach. That one's like specifically for you. So Zach, Okay. You, no, this one's for him. I love it. She's got them big Oh my god. Oh, you're gonna be in trouble. She's got that big I hate this song. This, this song makes me feel it makes so, me uncomfortable. so uncomfortable. Like the image is to go through my mind. Like, no, get out! No, stop! <laughs> and you got your wife on it. What the heck? <laughs> squishy! No! Okay, stop. <laughs> Zach, you would like this 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 bit of information I'm about to give you. Um, that, so that song, yeah. Big Balls, um, I made the beat, I sang it, and that's the song. And then uh, Kim's husband Dad is a, not is like a pastor, and they're using the song, yeah. the instrumental version of that track as their like stream bumper. <laughs> so I was like, if anyone knows the original song. I don't know, Kurt, I feel like the, oh it's tainted. Oh my God. <laughs> not it's tainted not for use in in church it's ridiculous that one's going on value for value in the next wave of songs (laughs) hey if someone out here finds value my my taste in music is so weird it's like we sports cover song big balls I will kill your mom (laughs) very broad (laughs) oh my gosh I'd say you're covering the gamut it's all for fun. <laughs> okay, Mike. So I was just going to ask Zach. He uh, he sounds like he's an experienced podcaster. Yes. We need a, we need some guidance. Oh no! And we need to hear about hear about your podcast and what you've been up to. So so this is a I've been a, a big podcast listener. I mean, it's almost always I, I listen to hour. I mean, I, I I don't know numbers, but I listen to it twelve hours a day. I mean, it's in the background of everything I do when I'm playing Xbox, when I'm doing anything. Uh, and I used to be a courier, so I drove all day. So I had like ten years that I've been listening and just wanting to have a podcast. Uh, I got a. I we we decided to try to start one for the uh, Vacation Jams originally, which is the festival company we have. Got a sponsor, um, a big sponsor actually, and kind of everything fell apart after they bought me. You know, a lot of money worth of gear. And, um, so that was in, uh, that was about a year ago. So I've had this gear that I've been sitting on and I reached out to a buddy of mine that owns a company called SFH, which stands for still F in here, but the actual word, just trying to be nice to your people. Um, and it, and it's, uh, it's an apparel, <laughs> it's an apparel company that, um, basically is just, just, a you know, shed some light on survivors, mental health survivors. It could be addiction abuse event an, an event uh, all types of things so they ended up um 
that we I worked with them, got the gear taken care of, and I just moved back to the Midwest and set the stuff up. So it's I've been learning every step of this. Um, you know, as far as the lighting, the boys have helped me out some, and um, it, the distribution part. We got the first episode done. I had no idea what I was doing. Had another person step in and kind of help out with that. So it's all brand new to me, to be honest. We've done two episodes. Just posted the second one earlier today. Uh, the podcast is called SFH Presents One and a Third Podcast. Uh, it's me and my co-host is a triple amputee veteran. He was he had uh, three of his limbs and and part of the fourth one blown off in Afghanistan. Um, but wow. all that being said, the most positive human being I've ever met in my life. Like it just. It, it makes you, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm sure you guys know I've dealt with depression most of my life and it's just been, um, some, some level of struggle, whether it's sometimes it's really deep and other times not so much, but, uh, this whole thing was kind of a heal, a, a thought to, of healing for both of us where we just wanted to be able to like give other survivors a chance to come on and talk about things. And he's kind of the yin to my yang, if you will, he's the, he's the bright happy you know energetic guy i'm this the sad dark one but it but it works because you know you need the the different types of people to relate to essentially um so first two episodes i interviewed him he interviewed me and we just posted them on pretty much everywhere except for the the one you're wanting us to put it on which i'm <laughs> down uh, we can talk about that that's cool i don't know how it all works i just know i can't re- go ahead no, I was just going to say, listening to it and imagining it, I can see that being a kind of, uh, you know, thing that a lot of people can get something out of, you know, if, uh, if mm-hmm. this, if, right. if your, your partner there is, you know, exuding the positive vibes on a continuous basis, you know, given his situation, that's definitely sounds like yeah. something that a lot of people can kind of tap into for inspiration, you know, l- along those lines. So, that also sounds like a really specific people group you know with that kind of experience like that kind of life things yeah, like suffering a, um you know really hard stuff and they well, go through it just just thinking about a couple of people i have coming up just to give you the broad spectrum of it it's like one of our guests is the guy that i share the stage with he was in the vegas shooting uh at the jason aldean concert so he's going to come on and talk about that um you know that we've got other military um survivors of things we've got Got a couple of girls that I know from up here have just been through some specific stuff. But we're trying to do all this in a lighthearted and humorous manner. It's unfiltered. I mean, it's not clean. It's not for kids, for sure. Uh, it's not, though it's meant to be inspirational. It's meant to be, you know, lighthearted and fun. And uh, also we're trying authentic, to keep it. Right. You're trying to like know. tap into, right, into the reality, right, of course. To, the, to the nitty gritty of, yeah. of all that. Yeah. That's, that's important. For sure. And I, and I, I'm going to say something that's going to upset someone every episode. That's just my sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. so, so it's not, like I said, we're not trying to keep it clean for anything or do anything in particular. We just want it to be an honest hangout, which is kind of what you guys have going on here. It's, yeah. it's great. It's just fun. Like it's the friends kind of thing hanging that out, having a conversation. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that people yep, are interested I agree. in listening to. Yeah, that's yeah. why I started listening to podcasts. It's like, it's these people that are just talking about and saying what they actually think. It doesn't, there's no filter. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of a filter, but the fact that they can speak what they truly believe, whether you agree with it or not, I appreciate, you know? So. Very cool. Well, especially in the, in the, in the name of humor, I feel like 
so many things get lost where where the intention is just to be funny and it's not to be hurtful or whatever and i think we're in we live in a world where that's that's been attacked and it's getting better but mm-hmm. where, I, where i don't want it to be you know i don't want to i don't want to whitewash anything to make it uh, appear nice to people that might be offended i just want everything to be real yeah like right. we all say you know funny things and weird things and take a chance on things and sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not yeah there's a guy there's a guy named jeff who listens to our podcast who's deeply offended by this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think he wants royalties if we're being honest (laughs) put him in a split yeah (laughs) Mm. that's that's awesome zach (laughs) and i'm sure that like there's uh, i was gonna say it sounds like there's a little bit of value in maybe the backbone of podcasting 2.0 because if you're running a podcast that's not filtered whatsoever and all that, I mean, yeah, you could uh, if, you could step over the line, right, Kurt? That someone might not be happy about what you said, you know? Yeah, and you you wouldn't lose it if you're self-hosting it on top of having mm. it on those other platforms. Yeah, you can't, like you, you can't like right. you have to cancel yourself. <laughs> yeah, you can't get shut down by someone else who doesn't like what you say. Yeah, yeah. There's a few. Or I should say yeah. A bunch so of, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I, I don't, I don't know that, you know, I think Spotify is pretty open with things judging by the way they handled some of the Joe Rogan stuff, uh, that, that, and you know, I know YouTube will demonetize you fairly quickly for things, but for the most part, I feel like everything's fairly safe. Uh, as far as the people I work with and for I right out the gate, I was like, Hey, I, I say some things that not everyone's going to like. And they're like, I just want you to be yourself. And I'm like, you sure about that? <laughs> you sure but, about uh, that? <laughs> are you positive but I, but so far i mean again like i think that's kind of the thing is it's like a little pushback of freedom of speech of being able to say what you want and i do think that the platform that you guys have is is a probably a more protected place for people that want to speak freely yeah that and there's no other fingers in the in the cookie jar which is cool too right but yeah mm-hmm. yeah having it available just for people to listen to i mean there's there's lot to say about every platform really yeah i mean the thing another thing zach even what you're doing like that like i said that people group that y'all um could be talking to that would like and receive like what you all have to say and the people you're bringing on the fact that you can so in our day and age that you just like a normal dude in your house with some other people with some basic gear can get very quickly into a space like a value for value and get it out there and people can listen and you can interact with them so quickly and easily it almost like maximizes the efficiency and effectiveness of what you're actually trying to do which is like hang with people it's about people the feedback uh, zach the way you've described your podcast does it have any mechanism for like to, I mean, obviously you're in the early stages, but do you have any ideas yet about like audience interaction? Because it looks, seems like the the boost feedback would be kind of something that would be right up the alley of what you're what you're doing. Well, uh, I mean, I know Spotify. I've gotten a lot of feedback on Spotify because um, because you can open it up to allow people to comment and um, decide whether you want those comments to be seen. Then mm-hmm. there's also been some comments on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we also what we're ta- what we're thinking about doing kind of as a separate thing, and I'm sure you guys uh, could tell me if what you have would would allow this. I think uh, TJ actually alluded to it earlier, but uh, in the Riverside software that we use that's made for podcasting, I can do I can post a link and allow people to come in as audience members and just comment in a text. Mm. So in the software itself, as we're recording, I can have a conversation essentially. That's awesome. 
So we're talking about doing some like side podcasts like that, where it's not exactly like a episode per se, but we'll still release it the same and just kind of let people like you a know, Q&A ask questions like and whatever, kind of a Q&A. Section. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, there's exactly. A, there's a lot of, um, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's a lot of the pop. I don't even want to use the word popular, but the, the, the podcast with a lot of interaction are the ones that are live and read and say what people are saying them in real time because people are like oh they actually will hear what i have to say and yeah. read it and consider it and whether they like it or not well just matter. just <laughs> think about it like e- even this last instagram right. ball which is adam curry's like normal kind of radio vibe uh podcast he does i was listening while i was cleaning up my studio and then he played a, a city beach song and i knew as soon as he played it if i boosted and said something he would read it or he might he doesn't there's have a good to. chance there's a really good chance oh, yeah. he reads like everyone's boost mm-hmm. or if so, cousin mike boosted and said boost for alan Dache. <laughs> so yeah i just but knowing like tj said knowing that there's a good chance and that even if he doesn't that he will see it and it's just i don't know there's something so organic about it that that is like oh, so oh, for yeah, the people that i love that's what i want to chime in it's completely organic and yeah it's sick there's a big audience there that like wants more stuff so it doesn't it would be wouldn't hurt at all to put it out there on it and you you could still do the spotify thing too yeah right? oh yeah it'd be everywhere yeah. you could put it everywhere <sighs> hey, yeah i know yeah. you guys won't you guys will make fun of me for that but no no <laughs> <laughs> Now nah, we understand. <laughs> we were just talking about submitting our RSS feed to Apple, weren't we? Or TJ is probably against that. I haven't joined in that discussion, but I saw you and Kurt talking about it. <laughs> we need to do Normie outreach. That's the whole point. Normie outreach. Normie outreach. <laughs> what if you like every other? Yeah. Like it's limited. funny. Our our podcast is clean. Like we wouldn't have any trouble it, with it being on the you know in the I don't know mass podcast space like Spotify, but I don't know. It's just kind of not contributing to yeah uh, i I don't know it's cool self-hosting that's all it's cool self-hosting and people can get i I feel i feel like oh sorry go ahead zach i was just gonna say i feel like that that putting it on both like i have if i'm going to do the if i'm gonna you know work with you guys on this and figure out how to do it on that platform i feel like that i would then use spotify and apple music to funnel people towards that Yep. Like, I don't feel like that adding some place that's simple for people to get to is somehow a negative. You know, I, although I know certain people are just going to sit on there and listen, but I also have expressed to you that I, one of the things that I find a little troublesome about what you guys are doing is the fact that it's all based around Bitcoin. I know a lot of people that I that I could get would support me and support us financially even, but probably not in Bitcoin. It's just a, it's just a little bit of a, a hump that I don't know if I can get over with some of my people. Mm. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, here's my, or here's my PayPal if you don't do that. And they'll have that all available mm. and do exactly what we're doing, except that, right. hey, if you don't want to send a, a boost, you can send a PayPal thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there would be nothing that would be preventing you from doing things with dollars anyway. It's just that the Bitcoin is kind of like integrated into, yeah. the, into the platform. Yeah, so, and yeah. it can sound like we're right. like on this high horse of like bitcoin is the thing of this platform and it's really not mike just said it that's just the, it's programmed that's in. just yeah. the thing that's programmed in so it's convenient it's a convenience to let you do all the fun stuff like splits it's, it's yeah to the point yeah we're, we're still all learning about well mike's pretty knowledgeable but like i'm not like a huge bitcoin person although i'm finding it more cool and more cool as i learn about it and like this is pretty because it's very like um i don't know if decentralized is the right word but it's very open it is but yes yeah but 
I've, I've dabbled a little bit, of, and it's not that I'm completely clueless when it comes to crypto. It's just that I know that a lot of our listeners, even judging by the the uh, numbers that I've seen so far, are a little bit older, and they're not mm-hmm. and they're not all tech savvy, and they're yeah. not willing to put twenty minutes into trying to set that up in order yep. to send us money when they Absolutely. could just Venmo us or PayPal us or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we've been thinking. I've, but I, I've, but I love I love it. The idea of it. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been thinking about doing the whole like PayPal or Venmo or Cash App thing if people wanted to. But I, I don't know. I just haven't really spent enough. time. I think right now we're early on, so we have been like on the we're gonna stay away from the other stuff for right now, and that might not be forever, but for right now to even help ourselves, like when we want to like share with a friend at work or anybody, like hey, we're we've been doing this podcast not having on the other places makes us in the conversation be like hey we're doing it on this platform check it out it's a new thing and like you know what i mean if as opposed to we wouldn't even bring that up yeah. if we could just say hey it's on spotify go listen to it yeah. right just kind of doing the no the, it makes sense. the platform that's given us all this energy and like sweet things mm-hmm. we're almost just doing them the solid yeah. by just keeping it uh, isolated to well, that platform and it's also not like we're, but we're not forced to do that well, just to be clear <laughs> our, our intentions are not like hey let's see if we can if people really like us we can make so, like a living or no. anything it's, there's no. nothing in no. that at all it's just it's connected to yeah we, we just want to like maximize interaction with the yeah, audience we yeah interaction. <laughs> we wanted our music out there we weren't our music wasn't catching at all the regular way or anything mm-hmm. we kind of gave up on it didn't care this came along and all of a sudden it's just it's fitting in naturally yeah in the timing works if out. i think of like in our boost and we share boost if i can like i don't know maybe you guys can fudge this number with me but like i'm thinking of like maybe 15 to 20 people who are like regular like boosting leaving us messages and i'm like dude we have 20 fans amazing we'll keep (laughs) giving you our songs i don't care the songs are otherwise what the songs sit on my hard drive and get zero. That's what has been happening and, for years. And yeah. the way that the people interact, they kind of like build, they can kind of build themselves into the show. You know, you yeah. can kind of like build around each other. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's really just it's it's just a digital community. Yeah, and people pick up on things that you're doing in your show and make it a, a thing or an inside joke. Like there's a show called Curry and the Keeper, and they had this big part in the show where they're like, hey, um, you know. Someone's like, I th- people really need to keep the keep the toilet seat down, and they have this big thing about it. Well, I I made up this little thing. It's like KTLD, keep the lid down, and now it's like this never ending long thing in their podcast. Every week, people like chime in and say, they say, um, you know, hey, you know, I loved your podcast, blah blah blah. All right, KTLD, like they end it like that, and then I made a little jingle in there, and you know, it's like keep the lid down. And then you hear a toilet flushing. It's like this little jingle that they play every time, and people are requesting it, so people can interact with you, and they it's value for value. So if they're like they want to make something and it sticks, they're a part of the show just based on on that yeah. free will of like if enjoying. I was a listener to this episode and I like had any technical ability, I'd probably go make some kind of like some sound bit that is like chugged or so, chug so I, just, so we can play just like on command just <laughs> chug we could probably wrap this up here soon but i wanted to play a little bit of just that because that show that that got me into value for value and getting our music out there it happened to be it was offshoot of no agenda which happened to be adam curry's podcast he does with his wife called curry and the keeper and that's what he calls his wife tina is his keeper 
And so they had an episode they were talking, Adam was joking around, well, he was serious about, you know, people keeping the lid down and all this stuff. And so I made this song and it, that's, and, and this is what, and I just sent it to him because I made this um, just on some day where I was off of work and I was like, this would be funny. I'm just going to see if I can make something up real quick. And this is what, what came out. Let's listen to it. Toilet seats. Here we go. And why did we know she stayed here before? Because the toilet seats were down. <laughs> Somehow he made me have to be this ogre who just walked around like, put the toilet seat down. You yelled at me on our third date. It's not true. <laughs> yes, you, you did. No, you go, Listen, no. the rule around here, babe, no, is you put the no, toilet seat down. If we all put the toilet seat down, there's never an argument about who left it out. That's what I said. <laughs> You want to stick around? Put the seat down. It's not the seat, it's the lid. It's not the seat, it's the lid. If you want to stick around, gotta put the toilet seat down. (laughs) So I like made that in logic. I hadn't been making any music or anything for a long time. And I was like, hey, you guys got, you know, thank you for being, you know, your funny podcast where you be real. And I'm, I just made this thing. I took their voices out of their show. May, you know, I just recorded, you know, my own version of that song, which you probably recognized. And then uh, and they sent it to them and they loved it and played it on their yeah, show. And, and the they next, died laughing. Yeah. And the next thing you know, I'm like, hey, KTLD, like in an email to them. And they're like, oh, they made, he made this thing. KTLD, keep the lid down. Now they have like hats that say KTLD on it. <laughs> 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 Dude, just think if you write a couple, you write a couple more songs and send them to him, then you can put put the restraining order as the cover photo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh man, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh man. Oh. Okay. Well, hey Zach Duder, thank you for taking the time to hang with us and talk about the good old days and some of yeah, the stuff that's going on now. You the man. <laughs> yeah maybe later we'll chat this is awesome chat. i'm honored man <laughs> yeah you know uh, i'm down and if uh, your daughter wants any help with any music stuff v for v you you know who to talk to so we'd be happy to help in any way even if it's with tracking writing getting it out there yep and oh, cool. and maybe next time uh we can do this in person when you come visit right mm. that, that would be awesome i'd love to sit in the garage with you guys and sniff gas fumes <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to pick his brain about live show Ooh. Maybe Zach comes up and is a guest singer in our new version of Angel Beast. No, I'm talking about like production of live show. That's up his alley, right? Oh. Zach's, Zach's got the company. Oh, True. yes. True. Yep. Well, hey, guys. Bitcoin show. Uh, let's wrap this up. We, uh, we are a Value for Value podcast. If you found any value in this episode, uh, please let us know with time, talent, or treasure. It's all, all appreciated. And uh, we've had a great time having our great friend from our music dates, Zach Polk, on with us. So thank you, Zach. I am Sir TJ the Wrathful. Thank you. And I am Shredward. And I'm Curtis Drums. And I'm Ben from Life Point. And I'm Cousin Mike. Cousin Mike. Remember, it's D O E R F E L V E R S E dot com. That's it. You are now exiting. Exiting door. Now exiting. The door. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Now 